Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. It is July 22nd, 2023. Riccicino is out tonight. Uh, he'll be back next week, I do believe. But we got Cresta here. Cresta, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Sean? I feel like we haven't seen each other in forever. It's been a while. It has been a while. But we've also got the wonderful Iridian here. Iridian, how are you? I'm doing so wonderful. How are you, Sean? I'm good. It was it was a newsworthy episode of AEW Collision, which is why I'm here. Uh, definitely didn't have to show anybody how to kick the show off or anything like that. I just I wanted to be here. I wanted to be at work on a Saturday, and here we are, guys. Leave a thumbs up on this video. Uh, I'm going to be here at the top of the show to talk some some backstage news. Uh, to talk a little bit of what we have coming up on Fightful Select and YouTube.com/slash Fightful. We are closing in on 100,000 subscribers. Can't believe so it. But I'll tell you what we're closing in on this week. Cody Rhodes interview dropping Monday. It's up for okay. Tier 2 members of Fightful Select. We've got Brandy Rhodes coming up this week. We'll have uh, Matt Cardona, DDP, a short talk with Bailey, uh, Chelsea Green, all kinds of stuff there. But uh, get your Super Chats, get your Humper Chats in. I will answer some of them at the top of the show as we, we give you guys some backstage news. I'll actually hang around for the opening segment because I have some thoughts. Ricky Starks comes out, talks to Tony Schiavone, and Tony Schiavone, Iridian, tries to finger-wag this man. Mm -hmm. He tries to say, you cheated. And I'm just sitting there like, how many times has Punk cheated at things? Like, yeah. all the time, right? Exactly. Um, how rude to just make these assumptions about Ricky, right? Because I don't know what kind of match Tony Schiavone was watching last week, but clearly not the same one I was watching. I don't know what Tony Schiavone was talking about. And Ricky was leaning heavily into his Louis bag. He said, I don't have anything in here. I just wanted to show it off. Talked about his Prada shoes, talked about uh, how nobody's going to remember how he won, just that he won. 
-hmm. And he's interrupted by CM Punk, who got an awful lot of booze, Cresta. Rayan says, uh, Punk is AEW Cena. I love that the crowd goes from mostly booze one second to mostly cheers like Cena in 2005 to 2016. Polarizing Punk is best. Ricky is amazing. And he also follows up and says, I love him as a tweener. He's been over as a rebel face, as a cocky heel. Being at a show, crowd, uh, sh being at shows, crowds are not over him. Punk turn equals too predictable. I love that Punk is unpredictable, and that means he's my favorite wrestler. And then this this wonderful fellow sent another big super another chat one. in. Another one. Come on now. Another one. He was killing it. Killing it, our friend Rayan says Punk showing why he's a Heyman level smart guy. Put Starks over, followed up with a segment, and Sap plus other reporters have stated he's involved in Collisions Creative. And Punk said he learned from Piper, Heyman, Dusty. Cresta, after I get your thoughts, I'll even expand on that since this uh, gentleman sent, spent so much on these super chats. Big thank you for doing that. Get those in if you want your question or statement read on the air. Thank you so much. I'm also going to go ahead and say he's right. CM Punk being polarizing, whether you cheer him or you boo for him, you're reacting to him. And he plays it up. Like last week, literally last week, people in Canada loved him. This week, at first, they were like, I, I don't care, Punker. Get out of here, Coco Melon Punk. Nobody's got time for that. I, I love it. I like that he creates a conversation. Hate him or love him, you're still talking about him. So this man is, he's good for business. I, I live, I live. Yeah, and MJ or sorry, MJF was sort of referenced in this promo. There were a couple things uh that that I didn't quite like. Like Punk saying that MJF was like fake champion and he's the real world's champion and I'm like, "Well, hold on, you got hurt, you vacated the title. You you would have a claim then, but Ricky Starks beat him. That's it. He can't carry around that bag anymore. Might as well have Jake Snake in it. Like it's uh. like not it's pointless. And one thing that I've found that Punk is doing a little too much, he's going very hockey heavy with the, the promos. Because after Collision ended, he healed on the crowd, like dropped a bunch of hockey references there as well. And I'm like, okay, there were times when Edge was heel where I can tell like he hadn't updated his, his verbal arsenal in a while. I don't think Punk is in danger of that happening. But... I do think Iridian there are sometimes when maybe he leans too heavily into one thing. How did it work for you tonight though with him with what he said? Um, I am a little skeptical of some of the promos that CM Punk has, you know, done so far. But tonight Oh, you're no, sounding robotic. You you're know sounding robotic. I Let's thought it was see. just me. I was like, I unplugged my headphones like it's uh -oh. been me. Let me see. We'll mute her for the time the being. Issue. Iridian. Yeah. Uh, Goodbye, Iridian. <laughs> Iridian. He's out. More, what about The now? robot. Look at that. No, still, no. still bad. Bam. You'll have to unhook it and hook it back up. Dang. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Brent Lockman says, so Max certainly found out there, didn't he? If you mean the MJ, if you mean MJF, I mean, I don't know if, oh, he, he meant caster. So mm -hmm. Luis. Let's put that one under uh, the the House of Black one, which I can tell you, House of Black have taken exception to some of uh, Max's uh, raps in the past, but it seems like everything is fine now. But uh, Zach Schimmel says, hot take MJF and Cole win the titles. MJF feuds with Punk and, and the title, title at all, all in. in to to Whoa, Whoa, now we, so got, now we got Iridian's. Iridian's. We got to pull her from this. 
our audio was coming through your your audio, Iridian. My God, what about now? Okay, she she's got herself muted. Oh, we don't hear you. Oh, I heard. Oh, this is this is a nightmare. <laughs> this is a nightmare. The worst thing you can do as a broadcaster is hear yourself. <laughs> oh my! I sounded horrible. I sounded really bad. I sound like a child. Like, who is this child yelling and swearing? I'm an so adult. This is it already is on the Kate internet plan. Damn. <laughs> Kate's always Kate's failing. internet is legendary for being bad. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And I think my favorite thing is just, like, watching Iridian right here. I am so... Oh, no. Still bad. Ah! Still bad. <laughs> we still hear ourselves, Iridian. So... <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh, but poor Ridian. I wish you guys could see her backstage. The moment he cut her off, she's like, ah, goddamn, goddamn. <laughs> she might want to reset and then come back in here. But Zach Schimmel, uh, anyway, uh, Cole and MJF, do you think there's any chance of them getting a tag title run? No. I'm not going to hold either. you. I think what's going to end up happening is as much as we want them to get over, very much to what FTR said tonight, when Max shows you who he is, you have to believe them. You have to believe him, rather. So if they do get close, I mm. think it'll be a situation they're going to turn on each other in the last throws, and um, Cash Wheeler's going to get the pin. <laughs> I don't know. And if they do, <clears throat> don't do that. That is a poop storm waiting to happen because they're going to feud immediately the next day. Yeah, yeah. Joel is saying, wait, she sounded fine. Just has to close the show or tab with the show in the background. I don't know if that's the thing, Joel, because it was our audio feed directly into her audio feed. So mm -hmm. let's test it out. Testing. One, Hello? two, three. Hello. Oh, yeah. Go. Okay, perfect. Settings said the settings will get you guys. They definitely will. They will, so get, settings you. will get you. They Live will get you. Live and you learn. Uh, guys, FightfulSelect.com before I go today. We uh, broke the news. Zach Clayton is signed to a full-time AEW deal. I'm getting a lot of clarification on if these deals are full-time, not full-time. So I'll be updating that on Fightful Select. We have a bunch of Cody Rhodes news as well. There's Sour Graps that is dropping on Fightful Select right now. But a couple other things I wanted to note. Miro had been out of the country for a little bit. He had actually done pre-tapes before tonight. Uh, Nick Comoroto. I haven't heard of a lot of creative plans for him, but we did see him pop up. Check out that gigantic feature we did on him last month where we talked about uh, his, talked about his ADHD with him, how he has benefited and struggled with it and all that good stuff. Dropped an interview with Willow. She was trying to stay a little kayfabe-ish. I was trying to get some answers out of her. Got some good stuff out of her as well. Uh, she talked at that at, as of a day before the ROH pay-per-view, she was not sure if they were main eventing. So it's very, very cool to see that that actually happened. Uh, Billy Gunn, I'm, I'm working on it for those that are asking. It looked an awful lot like an angle, but at this stage of his career, 59 uh -huh. years old, he, he was first on TV in the NWA in 1989 wrestling the road warriors and wrestling sting unbelievable which sting beach break sting or black and white sting oh the beach sting uh, black and white sting didn't show up till 96 yikes Ooh, yeah. ooh wow billy gun been wrestling forever he's been wrestling forever so uh either this is going to be an angle with a lot of emotion that that is going to uh, draw off of this situation where he seemingly retired in the ring 
uh, or guys actually retiring. Man, that that would be that'd be wild. Also, Bullet Club Gold got a ton of praise for their performance last week. Add as did FTR. Um, I wasn't here last week. I was at Fallout Boy, but I got home and watched that match, and it was unbelievable. And uh, I think it was Juice that didn't even get in until a few hours before the show. And uh, yet there was talk of even moving the match. It didn't happen. And they put it together. Uh, I know that the producer got a lot of credit for that match, the coach, but I think that the talent largely put this match together. Uh, so I wanted to give that a shout out. They, they have just been getting a ton of praise backstage in AEW, but uh, guys, thank you for, for having me for a brief period. Thank you, Sean Ross Sapp. You are the greatest. Enjoy you are yourself. an icon. Thank you, Sean. Oh, as Cody gosh. said, as yes, Cody said. True. So, yeah, that is true. Amazing. See you guys. <laughs> that is true. Goodbye. <laughs> now that he's gone, the two woman power trip can actually start. <laughs> Let the chaos begin. Ladies and gentlemen, please go ahead and get your super chats in and your humper chats. You can get your humper chats in at humperchats.com. You type that in. You put in any dollar amount and any comment. And myself and Iridian will read your comment on air. And we get to keep a little bit more of the proceeds. Yes. And uh, we're happy. Sean Ross Sapp is happy. And we don't have to get the Tati Keto stick. If you know, you know. <laughs> So we already talked about the first uh, the first segment with Tony Schiavone in the ring with Ricky Starks and everybody came out. But the second thing that happened was they had a recap of Andrade being stopped from entering the building, saying that because of what happened last week with House of Black, that they didn't want anyone to interfere, that um, they definitely didn't want him to interfere. So Andrade says, "You, they stole my mask, and now you're asking me to leave? Iridian, what's up with that? That is so shady, is it not? Because it Andrade being taken out backstage, this man was just, he's like, am I going to the locker room? Where are you guys taking me? He was very confused. And they showed him to the door, which was very rude. So I have no idea what is going through his mind. He's like, I'm just trying to get my mask back. I don't know why I'm being punished. It feels like the whole class is getting detention and only one person was being goofy, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So I, I want to see where this is going next week. He does have a match against buddy Matthews and house of black. Everyone else is barred from ringside. Everyone else can't be there <laughs> at some point. I think like we said last week, I'm ready for LIJ to come in because this is, Andrade getting hold out here. There's no other way to put it. I don't know how to put it. I don't like it. <laughs> it's it's getting ridiculous. Like, I know he's got friends backstage. Mm -hmm. Where are they? I need people to start coming out and start helping this man because he can't keep going solo by himself for the rest of Collision. Agreed. 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 After that, we had Action Andretti and Darius Martin versus Bullet Club Gold, which is Juice Robinson, Jay White, along with the Gun Club, which is yeah. Colton and Austin Gunn. Yeah. There is a gif going around on Twitter of Jay White looking like, oh, my God, I hate Austin. <laughs> and I had said, how are you more gremlin mode than Juice Robinson? How is that possible? I just know Jay was like internally breathing just deep breaths like in his peaceful place because he's like he already has to deal with juice which we know is chaotic energy all around mm -hmm. and now to add two more people who are also chaotic into the group he jay's got to hold it down he's the only stable one do you see do you foresee jay white turning 
on Bullet Club. Like, yo, not Bullet Club, but specifically this gun club. The, these two guys. Oh. Anytime soon. Absolutely. I feel like he's going to get tired of them really quick. They were so loud tonight. Yeah, I oh my it God. Was Deuce that was yelling, and it wasn't even him. It was the ass boys. And I'm like, oh my goodness. I just know Jay's got to be stressed. His high blood pressure up there my pressure is through mm. the roof the match started off with commentary really putting over bullet club gold for last week's match which we all can agree was excellent versus ftr yeah. um there was a nice backslide followed by that from action andretti and like you had just said i wrote down juice is so loud but now that i think about it it wasn't juice moving his mouth yes <laughs> um there was a lot of back and forth action but i feel like realistically action Andretti and Darius Martin took a lot of the first half of the match, but the rest of it was just bullet club gold. Um, the finish saw a pendulum DDT into a blade runner on Andretti for the pin for, um, JY. I had a brain fart there. Iridium, <laughs> what did you think of the match? You know what? It was really fast paced. And I appreciated that because I'm like, okay, that's kind of how the energy level is of the Bullet Club Gold anyway. Mm -hmm. So Action Andretti, you know, we know that he can go and same thing with, um, with Darius. So I was like, all right, you know, we're equally matched. Let's do this. And it was just a really loud match. Like there was so much going on. And um, I, I'm here for the ass boys causing a little bit of chaos. But can they turn it down a notch? Absolutely. I think they can do that. Um, we have a super chat. I just have to Ooh. find where it is to click it. I think. Is this a super chat? It might be. But we do have the Pro Wrestling Podcast who sends us a dollar ninety nine that says two I hit puberty. I can't <laughs> in the middle of that sentence. In the middle of that sentence. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yes, uh we oh I found it, ladies and gentlemen. This is a professional podcast. There we go. Too sweet. I, I do like Bullet Club, but this is one of my complaints about Bullet Club after a while. There's too many mm. members. <laughs> There's too many members. There's a lot of t-shirts. You don't know which one goes to who. Like, oh, my God. And then the Guns released another t-shirt today. So, I, you know, I thought they were going to get their own, like, too sweet, you know, Bullet mm. Club t-shirt. Um, so we're still waiting on that. I think Jay is the one that has to, like, approve those t-shirts. So it might be a while before they get theirs. <laughs> you know what? I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> This match was a good match, though. If you guys, I would suggest you guys go back and take a look at it. It's a great match. Both, all four of these men's perform, men's, all four of these men performed great. And of course, it was shenanigans with, um, with the gun club. Mm -hmm. I will say this. This match had what I thought was the start of a problem all night. Pitcher mm -hmm. and pitcher kept going in mm -hmm. at the worst times. Right when the action either turned the tides or it's at its peak. Pitcher and pitcher. And that to me, was a complaint. My only complaint, yeah. really, of the night. Uh, I had messaged you, and you were, like, in agreement. Mm -hmm. um, did, that, did that also, like, take you out of it? Or do you feel like, eh, it's whatever? It did. You know what? And it wasn't just during this match. It happened all night. Mm -hmm. And it's been happening for Collision. So I don't know what the situation is, what the issue is. But they say, oh, we're going to picture in picture. And then they don't. And then they'll go to it at a random time, and you're just like, wait. So I'm supposed to wait for something or mm. not wait for something. And then there's just a random Burger King commercial everywhere. <laughs> Have it your way, except if you want to watch this match right now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh-uh. After this match, we did get a, a Willow Nightingale recap of her match versus Athena versus oh. At Death Before Dishonor. You can go ahead and watch that recap. I believe Reg and Kate covered that. 
I did not see that match, but from what I did see, Willow took her to her limit. They talked about Willow Nightingale winning the Owen Hart tournament. Good stuff. Feel good moment. You have any thoughts on that? You know what? I didn't get a chance to see it either, but I've only been hearing and seeing wonderful things about it. Mm -hmm. So congratulations to them because from the clips that I've been watching too on, on Twitter, it just looks like they really, really, like you said, took it, took each other to each other's limits. So great for them. And I can't wait for more Athena and more Willow because they deserve it because they work their asses off. Ah, I see in chat, Reg and SP3 covered it, Cresta. Thank you. We can always depend on the chat to correct. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, Hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you so much, chat. We are here for you tonight. And you, <laughs> you know what? This is a great segue, as the kids would say. And you know what else is here for you tonight? Hello. Do you have a limp penis? A difficulty getting it erect? Boy, do I have a product for you. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful will help fix that. BlueChew has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. But they work a lot faster because it's a chewable. It's also much more affordable. Use that promo code Fightful. Get your first shipment free. Just pay $5 shipping. One of the best parts, it's discreet. No awkward in-person doctor's visits. You don't have to go to the pharmacy. It ships straight to your door when approved by an online physician. You want to check this out. It will help you. It is a good product. It will make your sex life better. BlueChew.com, the code Fightful. Thank you, Sean Rossat. You heard Sean. Oh, your mustache looks fantastic, Cresta. Girl, if you've watched me on the Thursday show, every time I laugh too hard, my mustache comes off, and that's what's happening right now. <laughs> I'm not going to say I was cackling. But it was, you heard Sean. That's all I'm going to say. You heard it here at Fightful. Blue Chew, what you going to do? Mm. Next, <laughs> it was Miro versus Nick Camarado. Mm -hmm. Or it was Nick Camarado picks up Miro. Miro said, I don't like that. Mm -mm. <laughs> Before the match even started, Nick Camarado said, let me get the jump on Miro. He is a mean, bad man. Yeah. I understand. I would do the same. But literally, it was Nick Camarado for five minutes. And then Miro's like, all right, you're not going to touch me like that. It whipped him into the corner, hit him with the, I don't know if they still call it the Mashka kick now, but mm. ended up in a game over. And Nick Camarada had to verbally say, please get this man off of me. He hurts. What did you think about it, Iridian? 
You know what? This was very interesting because they are pretty equal in size. So I'm like, okay, we're going to get, you know, a little time, some competition for Miro. This is great. And Jersey loved them some Miro. They were all about him. And the verbal tap for me, I'm like, oh, okay. Um, that was interesting. Uh -huh. But... I think, you know, good for Miro, but also it was just weird that Nick was so dominant in that match. And then like and Miro was like, okay, I'm done being manhandled. This is enough. Yes. You don't play with me. Um, and then he ended the match. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, but I don't think this is the last time we're going to see them together. I hope it's not because this match was pretty good. It's nice to see, you know, Miro also have a little bit of a challenge. Yeah. I was about to say the same thing. I think that we see some people like Miro, Wardlow, um, even Luchasaurus to an extent, we really get to see them have a competitive match. I know you want to keep the big guys strong. I, this this wasn't competitive. <laughs> Let's be real. This was not a competitive match. This was a five moves of doom. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, but it's nice to see him do more than just five moves of doom from Miro. <laughs> this was five moves of doom from Nick and Miro. So maybe 10... Yeah. 10, 10, 10, the perfect 10. <laughs> After that, we had a huge match with House of Black versus the Acclaim for the trio's title shot. Remember, Andrade was ejected. I'm going to get rid of this one mustache for this. Um, I'm molting. Don't laugh at me, y'all. I'm going to get rid of this one. I'm sweating, too. So we're going to have a House of Black. This one is on there. I grew this myself. Mm. Um, so House of Black versus Max Caster, Anthony Bowens, and Daddy Ass, which makes up the Acclaim. Before the match even started before mm -hmm. oh, i skipped i'm sorry a video package for ftr and um the ftr promo it was this it was, they were talking about how ftr is going to come out and talk later on tonight and all the trials and tribulations including last week what um what they went through with um ftr what not ftr sorry bullet club gold yeah what did you think about this video package did you see it or was it like a blink and you missed this situation for you no i thought this package was really really nice i'm like okay ftr love to see it um very iffy about how i feel about ftr right now but i thought it was a good package overall i think that AEW does a really good job in really showcasing the talent that mm -hmm. they do in their packages so i thought this was really really good they even had little bits of uh last week's uh match so i'm like okay perfect now let's see what's next i remember they even showed uh, when they initially arrived in aew when mm -hmm. still during the pandemic and they were in i believe daily's plaza da daily's place daily's place yes um yeah and i was like oh my god yeah i totally forgot that that's how they came in and it was during a young bucks match so this was really really interesting and yeah i'm excited to see what ftr has next because you know the upcoming weeks are gonna be a little they're gonna be tested so they're gonna be dicey yeah we do have a super chat that says love Cole and Matt, but beating FTR after the Bullet Club Gold match mm. as, is an I don't know. Yeah. I uh I agree with that. I agree with that. And what me and Sean were talking about when you were having technical difficulties speaks on that as well. Yeah. I don't I like Max and Adam together. We love a good odd couple, mm -hmm. but FTR puts on banger after banger. And at some point you have to be able to match or or beat that acumen. You know, and I think that Adam Cole can. Mm -hmm. I think MJF has it in him, and I just never seen it. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't. I'm not. I don't want FTR to lose because they reference this in their promo later on. Until I get a Young Bucks versus FTR, mm -hmm. I need that first, and then y'all could do whatever y'all want. <laughs> I don't care. What you want. 
<laughs> I'm with you on that. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, it's it's going to be interesting, man. This tag division is really strong. And mm -hmm. now we have really, really good competitors and, you know, Adam Cole and Max, and we don't know which when they're going to turn, what's going to happen, how long they're going to be together even. So could you imagine if Max and Adam pull this off and FTR doesn't have the titles anymore? Like, that would be crazy. Like, what would you do with either one of them? Like, I like Max. I like Adam, but I think the reason why we all like them because it's a will they, won't they? Are you going to trip up at the finals? You're going to trip up before the finals. So I, I think to pay it off with them getting the titles and then just to lose it, don't do that. Don't involve the tag team in that storyline. You don't need the yeah. titles for that storyline. Yeah, you really don't. All right, now we get into the trios title match: a House of Black versus the Acclaim. Um, <laughs> I want to start off. <laughs> With this super chat here, I think I got to scroll up. There we go. So Max certainly found out there, didn't he? Listen, let me tell you something. There's only so many times you're going to talk about my wife. <laughs> There's only so many times you're going to talk about my boo thing on national television before I have to give you the, wow, the big pump cake. I don't blame him. Sometimes when Max Caster gets real disrespectful with his uh a A B B C C yo. It's like, bro, just get out the ring and beat him up. Just <laughs> beat him up. Like, I'm I'm so glad Buddy Murphy just said that. Enough. Enough. <laughs> I've had it with you. So uh yeah, in the beginning of the match, Max Caster says listen, and Buddy Matthew says no. Nope. I won't be doing that. So before the match could even start, it was hot. Mm -hmm. Um, there were brutal chest chops in the beginning to Max Caster. Um, and that's just after House of Black was just brawling with everyone outside. There was another moment where um, Daddy Ass takes out Brody King as he was trying to get a tag in from Malachi, if I'm not mistaken. And all the while, commentary is saying this person has, I think Nigel McGuinness was talking about something came out in 1985. And Ian Riccoboni said, no, it came out in 83. To which Nigel McGuinness said, nerd. I'm like, yo, you <laughs> these two are commentary. This was a serious match, but I was laughing. <laughs> they are so goofy on commentary with each other. And it's, I really like it. I think it makes watching it more enjoyable to hear them go back and forth. And we'll get into a couple things with Ian later. Um, mm -hmm. And you know what I'll be talking about with the pronunciation. But I think they are, they're so funny. Uh, we need a counter for every time somebody Andrade's name be whooping their ass. <laughs> we need a counter. Like how many times Andrade's name? Ah, right now Andrade's name is like six and zero, oh, bro. <laughs> six and zero. Oh. <laughs> uh, we have another super chat from Chai Town Spurs that says House of Black squashing the acclaimed was such a good move. The Billy Gunn boot angle felt so much more emotional. Also, Buddy needed to shut Max up. Lamo. Um, let me get your thoughts, Iridian. What did you think of the match overall between House of Black and the Acclaimed? I thought the match was really, really good. I was a big fan before the match even started because Max Caster was completely obliterated mm -hmm. by Buddy Murphy's knee. Like, he was taken out of there, and I was like, oh, my God. And I was... I thought it was so funny because the last time that we saw these two, you know, Max had that really iconic line about, you know, Dominic. Mm -hmm. So now... I'm like, all right, this is payback time. The House of Black is not going to let this slide. And they absolutely did not. But Billy Gunn, man, props to him because mm -hmm. he was in there, giving it his all. And right, you know, 
after the match, I'm like, there's no way he's taken off his boots. What's happening? And then the crowd started chanting, like, you still got it. And he yep. kind of got emotional. And you're just like, oh, my God, like, it, it's happening. And he, you know, didn't even acknowledge the acclaimed when he mm -hmm. left. So I'm confused. Like, are, are we retiring? What are we doing? Are we now just turning on the acclaimed and joining the House of Black? You know, is are, are we doing uh, Bullet Club? Who knows? Who knows? Um, at the end of the match, I didn't even see the pin. It happened so fast. All I know is daddy ass took the pin and then he got it like, what year is it? So <laughs> thank you. My genius is wasted on this crowd. <laughs> but it was so shocking to me because it looked like there was a decent back and forth. Yeah. And then it was gone. Mm -hmm. So I was like, wait, what? Um, so daddy ass takes the pin. Afterwards, Malachi Black whispers something to him. Mm -hmm. Brody King kind of broods over him, but gives him a look. And then Buddy Matthews whispers to him. Yeah. They uh, House of Black exits the ring. And Daddy asks, like already said, starts taking off his boots. He's dejected. And those of, if you watch wrestling, clearly you do because you're here. Yeah. When you take off your boots in the ring and you leave them in the ring, that means you said, I'm done. I've had it. I hate this show. I hate this game. I don't want to play anymore. I'm done. But everyone was shocked because honestly, truly speaking, for someone at 59, I didn't I did not think daddy ass was 59. I did not. I did not. And did he not looks great, he moves great, mm -hmm. but I could understand because commentary did say this at the beginning, kind of like Chekhov's gun. Daddy ass is the reason why the acclaim has been losing. Every time the acclaim is lost, daddy ass is the reason. He's the one taking the pin. He can't fight back for his team. I would like to know what House of Black whispered to him. Because at first commentary was like, they're giving him a sign of respect. Nigel was. And Ian was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That was like, <laughs> I don't know. So um, then we, of course, have Billy Gunn taking off his boots. Like Iridian said, the crowd was chanting, you still got it. No, no. But he was not having it. And we have a super chat that's from Brent Lockman. Hold on. I got it. Bam. Brent Lockman says, if that was Gunn's last match, it was a great ending. How many go out with the crowd begging you to stay? Very true. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And it's just, I, I don't think that this is the last time we're going to see Billy Gunn. I think this is definitely playing off of something that the House of Black said. I need them, you know, mic'd up. You know how they do sometimes at the football mm -hmm. games when they got the mics with the with the players? I'm going to need a version of that after the matches and before. So, because I, I need to know, it's got to be some kind of, are we doing a little bit of voodoo? Are we doing, you know. I'm doing facial voodoo. Oh, <laughs> there we go. I need to know what was said because mm. I'm nosy. <laughs> same, same. And honestly, honestly. I've, I I first got introduced to Malachi Black in WWE, and I always liked that he had this dark, brooding, almost cult-like vibe to him. Yeah. And I, I, I feel like he'd be great to suck people in, and then I think about how House of Black is, but it's like, Daddy asked, where would you fit in that? I would like to see you go over to the dark side, so to speak, mm -hmm. but it's like someone like Daddy Ass is so far out of what I feel like the scope of what they do in the House of Black, that I don't even know how that would work. Interesting you mentioned that because 
Julia, before she joined the House of Black, she was with the Varsity Blondes and she was a cheerleader. That's true. So she was really preppy and then she got misted in the eyes and then she went over a transition that was very, very slowly. Um, it happened on Instagram where she started taking black and white pictures and she was playing up the eye. Mm-hmm. So then she came back and she was a completely different character. So I wonder if maybe they could do something like that if they do choose to get him involved or just as a manager, you know. He just has to lose the pink, and then he's no longer associated with the acclaimed. So maybe switching up style will help. How do you repackage daddy ass? Mm. <laughs> we got to figure it out, yeah. His old theme song did say, I'm an ass man. I like to kiss him, but he did say, I like to kick him. Mm. So maybe we could lean into the ass kicker gimmick. Remix it. Remix it. Ruckus, I like to kick him. Are. I like to kick him. That's it. I like to kick him. That's it. <laughs> no other words. I just like to kick ass. That's what yeah. I like to do. <laughs> um, we have a super chat from Ricardo L. Notorio. I hope I said that day. I hope I'm you not sure did. You uh, sure did. Yeah. Fightful Select equals the best $5 I spend each month. Unlike this mustache, you too can spend $5 on Fightful Select and get all your news. One, two, three, four, five gets you the best news in the business, the most accurate news in the business. And to quote my good friend, Joe Pearl, other people are going to report aggregated versions of this anyway. Why not get the source? Don't get half the story. Get the whole story. Fightful Select. There's tons of interviews. Like Sean said, there's a, there's a Chelsea Green interview coming up. Yep. He said a bunch of other things that I can't remember. And I'm not going to butcher Sean he's, Ross Sapp's words. He's got a Bailey interview coming out. He's got Cody Rhodes, who Cody himself said, thank you, Sean. So there you go. $5, Fightful Select. You will not regret. Come on, Iridian. Ben, she's mm. the best. Guys, vote for Iridian. I don't know what for, but vote for her. <laughs> um, next, we have the Royal Rampage recap. Um. I don't really have any notes about this. If you saw it on Friday, you saw it on Friday. They showed who won and that was it. You have anything to add? No, um, I was really uh, interested in the fact that Darby mentioned that he's like, oh, well, I'm fighting you at All Out. And I was like, oh, I I think this is the first match that I've known that has been announced for All Out. So I'm like, okay, now we're going to start making some announcements. I'm here for it. I didn't watch Rampage. Sorry, Darby. But, you know, I was like, okay, you know, he announced it. So hopefully we'll start working our way up to announcing more matches. All right. Yeah. Bam. Now we are at the FTR promo. So let me tell you something. Dax Harwood rarely gets choked up or tripped up on his words. But the New Jersey crowd tonight, they were letting him have it. I mean... Let's start with what Cash Wheeler said. <laughs> Cash Wheeler gave a warning to Adam Cole. And pretty much everyone, like, we just had a fight last week with Bullet Club Gold. And I know you guys like Adam, and with Bullet Club Gold. I know you like Adam Cole. I know you like um, MJF right now. But be for real. Do you trust MJF? Do y'all remember the pinnacle when he said that? I was like, oh, the blasphemy, the names. <laughs> He's like, do you remember the pinnacle? Because I do. Mm-mm. He Look was he bringing the pinnacle. out. Bringing out the ghost of Christmas past with mm-hmm. this promo. Mm-mm. He was like, don't trust him. But anyway, <laughs> we still got beef with the elite, which got booze. Yeah. We still got beef with Ozzy Open, who are legitimate tag teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot what was the other name he said, too. Because I was like, damn, they, 
He said nothing but four legitimate tag teams. And then he's like, then you've got Adam Cole and MJF. Not wrong. Before I move on, <laughs> before I move on to Dax Harwood, what did you think about what Cash Wheeler said? I was crazy. Um, I was like, oh, okay, they're coming out and they're throwing punches. And also the Jersey crowd was insane. They <laughs> and they were not letting this man, <laughs> not letting this man say anything. And <sighs> you could tell it was kind of like not tripping him up, but he was like, oh, now, you know, I got to address it mm -hmm. before they start doing something else because we know mm -hmm. the crowd will definitely keep going. And they did, even though he was like, okay, guys, I get it. I know you like Adam Cole and MJF, but it was just not, it was not going well for them. Um, but they did, I think they, they did just fine, but it was crazy. You know, like you said that he was mentioning legit tag teams before he was like, all right now. And then he got Adam Cole. It's like, he was disgusted by it. <laughs> disgusted. Yeah, disgusted. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I kind of don't blame him. I see in the chat that like it was FTR said the acclaimed, which honestly, mm. honestly, I, I have to agree with um, Cash Wheeler right here. We had Ozzy Open, the acclaimed, Bullet Club Gold, um, even, even the ass boys. Yeah. And you want to believe that someone who historically is the meanest person who cheats everyone out their booth is going to check notes, beat us an actual tag team. Then we get to uh, Dax Harwood's um, promo. And I don't know why the crowd was booing him. Like, <laughs> they just started booing him. Like, oh, I'm Isn't so used to them crazy? getting cheered now. It's so crazy. Uh-uh. And also, crazy. the fact that when they brought up, uh, oh, you know, we still have, you know, the Young Bucks and mm. booze. I was like, oh. <gasps> Where are we? What is happening? Like I we're on collision. The this is this is supposed to be punk country, but mm -hmm. punk got booed. So New Jersey just was like, boo. I don't care who it is. Boo. Send it to the back. I don't care. Boo. Mm. I live in New York, so I get it. New Jersey, I boo everyone too. <laughs> I'm kidding. We love you, New Jersey. <laughs> Oh, so man. Dax Harwood starts um, saying how when he was a young boy, he around his teenagers, his father told him to get a job. And he made a reference to getting a job in the Federation. Once he said Connecticut, they were like, boy, this place stinks. We hate Connecticut. <laughs> and it, it, he's like, yeah, I hate it too. But as he starts talking more, I feel like the crowd's like, oh, all right, we don't care. We don't care. You like CM Punk and we don't care about you either. He says... <laughs> Damn, my note says FTR ball getting heckled. <laughs> <laughs> but he did bring up a good point. He's like, after the war we had last week with Bullet Club Gold for a solid hour for two out of three falls, you think that we're going to get beat by someone who had a dance break last week? The most What should be the most important prize of their lives? You guys stopped your match to have a dance break, the same guy who did musicals. And this is what I was complaining about. It's like, I get it. You, MJF, this is fun. This is comedy. Don't get me wrong. It's comedy. But if this is a serious team, you want, be serious. Be for real. Be for real. Be for real. Mm. And the be real is already a t-shirt for the Blackpool Combat Club. They already got that gimmick. So they need, to, they, they need to get it together. And I don't think if that job story was an appropriate story to tell, because I was also over it. I was like, oh mm. my God, what does this have to do with anything? And then he, just to, for him to get to the point of like, 
yeah, I'm going to beat you up. Like I didn't get to beat up those people who were making fun of me for having a job. First of all, why do you care? (laughs) Story like, sir, you could have picked anything in the world, anything. And he's like, you know what? They made fun of me for having a job. Okay. Iridian said, let that hurt go playboy. (laughs) You got to move on. And he literally could have just said the same thing that he said without that story. I agree. I agree. I mean, to me, it didn't harm or hurt it. Yeah. But the fans clearly disagree with me. (laughs) They were like, shut up. Yeah, we don't care. We don't care. New Jersey was ruthless tonight. (laughs) It's just weird to me now to see FTR get booed. I haven't seen FTR get booed since the Fed. And it's been a while. Like, come on now. It's been a while since FTR has been booed. So to see them just get booed for seemingly no reason. These guys could, these guys could be amazing heels. I've seen them be dastardly heels, but that's not what's happening right now. They didn't even turn on nobody. You guys just booed them to boo them. <laughs> it's weird because it's almost like right now they are in a middle place because mm-hmm. even with Jay and Juice, you know, FDR was getting booed. So you're just like, oh man, are they kind of now not being like moved out but it's like there are other people who are also really really loved by the roster um i mean by the fans and then when you're out there of course they're gonna boo they're gonna boo for who they Mm. you know like the least and right now that's kind of ftr i will ask you this do you think that if you have an association to ftr i mean to cm punk or the elite that you're just more likely to get booed in the other person's country if you will Oh man, it's seeming like it. You know, I almost booed Darby Allen today when he hugged the <laughs> I was Stop like, "Stop it!" I was like, "Excuse me," when he was like, "With my good friend Punk." I was like, "You got words, brother." <laughs> I said, "Darby, what is going on right now?" You know. So I think that fans are going to start picking sides, um, just you know, guilty by association type of mm. thing. Which you know, people are we're going to get over it. It's going to be fine. Yeah. But um, for now, it's just. It's rough, all right? <laughs> it's rough out here. Rough. You can't have no friends in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Next after that, we had a blood and guts recap. When I saw Wheeler Yuta almost die, my heart first said, oh, poor Ridian. <laughs> poor Wheeler Yuta. They did the recap. They showed um, how uh, Mox threw in the towel so Wheeler Yuta wouldn't pass away. The nail bed, Kota Ibushi. Uh, do you have any thoughts on blood and guts? Uh, any thoughts on the recap? Mm, I was devastated. Okay. There was some parts of the match that they were showing on this. And I'm like, oh, I forgot that happened when it was raining thumbtacks. Totally forgot about that. And that bed of nails, I think I kind of just blacked it out. Um, Mox coming out with the fork. There was just a lot in that match that was so wild to me. Mm. And the fact that they replayed Yuta again. And I'm just like, please, we, we don't need to see this. We've been through enough. Haven't we? And <laughs> showing him choked out, bloody, passing out, and Mox handcuffed. It, it was just too much for me to relive. And it's really hard to just, you know, I guess watching the match in general, it was like, oh, man, I got to get used to it. Because, you know, we talked about this last week that mm-hmm. we're still getting used to all of the blood and stuff. But, man, mm-mm, mm-mm. I will say, uh, in comparison to the other blood and guts, Oh, this had blood and guts, but it didn't have as much blood, yeah. as much guts yeah. as it as it normally typically has. Yeah. I tell you, 
when um, I think it was Matt Jackson who was on top of that cage doing the three amigos on Wheeler Utah. I said, if you throw this man off of this cage, I swear to God, I will come there myself and throw up on all of you. I, I promise you right now, I will projectile vomit. I will save it and I will come to you all over this ring because ain't no way. Ain't no, I didn't even like it when Shane McMahon did that. Don't, oh. But all things, even with that bed of nails, yeah, the way that it could have gone and the way that it did go, who beans rice, Jesus Christ, and Joe Byron. So, you, you know, right, mate, you know, you, you probably do have a point that it was better that Takeshita left, that Don Callis took him out, that mm -hmm. pack was gone, and that John Moxley at the end of the match was handcuffed because he literally had forked everyone already. So we <laughs> he needed to be stopped. Um, sir, you needed to calm down. But yeah, it was really different than a lot of the other um, mm -hmm. blood and guts matches, but I, I still think it was good. Yeah. And props to both teams because I just know that these matches have to take so much out of them. Um, yeah. yeah. Props to them. Yeah, it was great. And I will also say it was nice for someone like me, who's never seen Kota Ibushi wrestle live to see him wrestle. And <laughs> I don't know if he knows wrestling is fake like Eddie Kingston. Cause when he came in, he was just like potato, <laughs> potato, <laughs> potato i'm like hey i live but you know you know this is a work right I, no i'm not gonna tell you i'm not i'm not that i'm not me not me not me i'm, just, I'm not trying to get beat up not me mm -hmm. <laughs> not me next after that we have taya valkyrie versus sky blue and honestly i love sky blue so much she has grown on me i'm very happy for her but taya valkyrie is a bully and this is a toned down taya valkyrie I see Taya Valkyrie in Triple A. Was was it Triple A or or is it a? Uh, I've seen her luchador stuff. Let me say yeah. that before I may put my whole foot in my mouth. I've seen her on Impact. Yeah. Taya Valkyrie isn't giving you the beats, mm -mm. but for Sky Blue to hold her own for the most part, very good. We had um. Hold, let me turn the page. <laughs> First line: Sky Blue is trying. <laughs> I mean, Taya Valkyrie is a tall ass, no matter yeah. what promotion she's in. That is a tall ass. She's good. She's really good. She hit a huge clothesline to a lariat on um, Sky Blue for a stump for the pin. So is Rota Valhalla gone? Mm -hmm. Is Taya not? I mean, Taya was disrespecting Sky Blue in the beginning of the match. And by the second third of the match, second part of the match, rather, Sky Blue was really in control until she got her with that lariat. Do you think she's still traumatized from using Rota Valhalla, also the jaded from <laughs> Jade? Or is it just to try to make her seem more a little bit tough, you know? Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is. Um, I'm glad that the hometown Chicago hero, Sky Blue, is, you know, getting her her big matches. You know, Taya, yeah. like you said, is a big ask. And she is such a great wrestler. And I think that right now in AEW, she hasn't been showcased to her full potential but we know that she's there. And I actually really enjoyed this match. Mm -hmm. um, I think that Sky has become such a fan favorite, which I really do love because yeah. she's been putting in the work. So I'm I'm glad for her. But Taya was not holding back. She's not like, I don't care that you idolize me. I don't care what you feel about me. Don't meet your idols. That's what you're going to learn tonight. Damn. And she sure did. Uh, that's fair. No, that's real. That is so real. Never meet your idols because they might stomp you out. <laughs> Um, I, I agree. I agree. I think again, Taya Valkyrie is a big ask. She yeah. is a big ask. And I see sky blue in the very same 
right before Ricky Starks got really, really popular in AEW, right before Julia Hart got really, really popular in AEW, that's where she's at right now. She's right there. And all it takes is for her to get one good promo or one good match. And she's already had a good match. So that in the Owen Hart tournament, she showed out. Sky Blue is great. I think she's just waiting for that one thing to be like, yo, what are y'all doing with Sky Blue? Mm-hmm. So I think it'll happen. AEW, yeah. they're they're working on it. This was only one women's match, but I'll take it. Take it. We'll take it. <laughs> but I will say I have faith in what they're going to do with Sky Blue. Um, after the match, Taya pretty much says, get out of here, Sky Blue. And then she takes the mic and says, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, come see me on the big W Wednesday. I don't have anything for that. So what do you think about Taya Valkyrie calling out Britt Baker? You know what? I wrote gasp on my notes because that's what I did. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, oh, we're going after Britt Baker. I'm actually very much so mm. here for this. I think that this was going to be a really, really good pairing. And I'm excited for this to happen. You know, Taya was like, oh, come play with me, Britt. And I was like, mm. oh, oh, we fighting, fighting. So I'm absolutely ready for this. I'm really, really hyped. And I think, you know, Taya, like I said, she's such a great wrestler and we just haven't seen her showcased to that. And I think her and Britt could really put on such a fantastic match. So I'm excited. I I totally, totally agree with you. Um, I was gagged too. Like, I can't believe Taya's calling out Britt. I would like to see Britt do something of note. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a hot moment, I was like... Is Ty about to join the outcasts? Oh, but even that wouldn't make sense because, like, I do not count Frankie Monet. Fight your mom about it. That's something <laughs> that didn't happen. I saw her in Impact, and that was phenomenal. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm not sure if they would count that because these are all Fed girls. Mm-hmm. Are they gonna say like Impact? Where? Like, I don't want them to do that. Yeah, exactly. Well, who? Who? I've never heard of that place. Get out of here. <laughs> Um, so I don't know how that's going to work, but I, I don't know how that would work rather. So her versus Britt Baker, I'll take it next week. Let's do it. Let's do it. And, you know, you mentioned Taya possibly joining the outcasts and mm-hmm. we had heard about like, you know, since we were just talking about blood and guts, we had heard that, you know, Britt had said, I would be interested in doing a blood and guts and who would be in those pairings. You know, you can start planting the seeds yeah. for next year. If Taya and Britt continue to have this feud and it gets so big that you need to have this match, but next year. I'll raise you on better. You could build that feud, but you know someone's going to be like, why is it Taya and not Thunder Rosa? Oh, also valid. Also valid. You know, why can't we have three rings in a cage? That would be way too much. Mm -hmm. I mean, we we could do the two rings, but I'm thinking like, who would be on Thunder Rosa's team? Who would want to participate in Blood and Guts? And I was like, Athena. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Serena Deeb. Also. Jamie Hayter. Oh, Jamie, fantastic. Yes. I want to say the outcast, yeah. but I really haven't seen Soraya really give it up in the ring yet. She's wrestled, but mm-hmm. it's been kind of like safe matches, heavy interference. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I don't know what Abaddon is doing. Yeah, what is Abaddon doing? Perfect. Yeah. Perfect for that kind of match. Yeah, so. absolutely. A returning Jade Cargill if she wanted to, because that would be like... yeah. And the bunny, because we've seen her bleed before. She would Penelope Ford, too. Penelope, oh. Yes. Look it. <laughs> Look it, you cowards. 
I don't know who all gonna be there. Yeah. But if Britt Baker there, I will accept Taya Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Call me a little messy. I want to see through the roof. Call me a little messy. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, but Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa got the Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels chemistry, and <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's it's such good shit when they're it's in the ring. So, it's so I'm sorry. So good. Yes, I'm with you on that. It's so good, and you know they're for the rest of their careers going to continue to have mm. meetups and matches like this. So I'm here for it. Yeah. I would totally be here for a woman's blood and guts. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in the home stretch. Stretch. I'm losing the ability to speak. Getting your super chats, your humper chats. Yes. Right now, we are now at the main event, which was a tag team match that was made in the beginning of the night. Yeah. Christian Cage got goaded into wrestling and not Luchasaurus because Christian Cage keeps calling himself the TNT championship, the TNT champion, even though Luchasaurus run it, ran it. Mm. Wow. <laughs> You're doing so great, though. Even though Luchasaurus won it, Christian Cage keeps saying, I, we are the TNT champions. So he wrestled tonight in a a mock neck turtleneck, which which I'm sporting and I'm dying on the inside because it's so hot in front of all these lights. (laughs) Um, The match was great. The match started off with nine. I'm sorry. It was Christian Cage and Ricky Starks versus CM Punk and Darby Allin. That I think is important. <laughs> so the match started off. CM Punk said it's clobbering time. Let's go. Christian Cage nor Ricky Starks was like, I don't want to wrestle him. You wrestle him. I don't want to wrestle him. You wrestle him. So the ref is standing there like, at some point, y'all not going to keep playing in my face. One. The whole time they start counting, they're arguing. The ref is counting. It gets up to nine and Ricky Starks goes in. And Christian was like, sure, I wasn't going to do it. Usually let us get counted. I want to heal. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the match starts off with Ricky Starks pretty much kind of getting a little beat up. Yeah. Christian Cage not wanting to tag in, which I I kind of understand Ricky starts getting beat up in the beginning, but I got to tell you, I didn't like it, considering mm-hmm. that he just won and he got beat up by the guy who he just beat. Yeah. It's kind of giving it's kind of giving credence to that, yo, you only beat me because you cheated. Even though CM Punk came out in the front of the night and was like, bro, I would have cheated too. I've cheated. <laughs> I've cheated. So, like, why are you born Ricky Starks? He's right. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Uh, when he finally does get a tag on Christian Cage, CM Punk said, I'm not playing this game. Get your ass in here. He flips him over the top rope. Um. <laughs> I think at that point we went to our first picture in picture because my notes just say, oh, goddamn. <laughs> I think that's when we hit our first uh, picture in picture because then CM Punk <laughs> starts hitting the the Ricky Starks, the, <laughs> which was so rude, but also great heel work. Somebody gave us a super chat earlier that said CM Punk is such a great tweener, and I absolutely agree. Um, Christian Cage at this point was wrestling against his will. Ricky Starks was like, I'm not going to be on the side because I don't want to tag you. Um, And by this point, we're at the middle of the match. Um, I'm trying to think of the other tag teams that I have written down. Christian Cage and Ricky Starks hit a double clothesline (laughs) on CM Punk. And the crowd starts chanting double clothesline because, listen, we're going to boo you until you do what we want. We're going to cheer and we're going to boo you again. (laughs) Um, Then Ricky Starks hits the old school on CM Punk. And then they shoot to a shot of Scorpio sky mm-hmm. up until this point. What do you think of the match Iridian? Oh man. I thought it was so chaotic, not, not um bullet club level chaotic, but still there because Christian and Ricky fighting on even who was going to start the match. They were like, no, 
no, you do it. No, no, you do it. And then the eight count and finally the ref got to nine and Ricky was all right, I guess I'll go in there finally. But man, I thought it was so funny. And Christian, uh, they even addressed it on commentary about the picture. I don't know if you saw it on Instagram of Christian with his abs and he was like, oh, well, I'm better. I, you know, I wrestle in a turtleneck because I, you know, I look better than uh -huh. the wrestlers half my age. And they were talking about it on commentary. And I said, oh, okay, we're addressing it. So I was like, well, maybe that's why Christian's fighting tonight. Because he's like, well, I can still go. You know, I yeah. look great. And um, he was just not having it tonight. He's like, I don't know why you guys are making me wrestle. He comes out wearing the title in the first place. So... <laughs> <laughs> to quote Denise great. Salcedo, who was then quote tweeted by Lance Storm, this is kind of Christian's gimmick. It's a show that old throwback of Edge winning something and Christian carrying it around. So, <laughs> I mean, this tracks for Christian Cage. It checks out. Checks out. Definitely did. Yeah. <clears throat> but at that point, we cut back. Darby Allen tries to dive on Luchasaurus, and it's like a brick, a fly hitting a windshield. Boom, and he just slides down Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus, like, what was that? Anyone, anybody feel something? Mm -mm. It was funny. It was comedy. Because Darby Allen, I felt like, was wrestling for real. And Luchasaurus was like, uh, it was great. It was great. Um, Darby then hits the running snake eyes into a lariat on no from Starks hits mm -hmm. a running snake eyes on Allen on Allen into a lariat. Jesus, my brain is <laughs> off, y'all. My apologies. <laughs> At that point, um, uh, I think Alan is trying to get to CM Punk for a tag in which Christian Cage has lured him away. So mm -hmm. he finally gets to the edge, like, yo, where's CM Punk? And CM Punk is staring down Luchasaurus and Christian Cage, who's essentially standing behind uh, Luchasaurus going, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was fantastic. Yeah. What a heel. <laughs> um, there was another big elbow from Punk on Cage for a 2.9, followed by... Uh, Ricky Starks blocking his GTS in the ring. But mm -hmm. don't worry, he hits a GTS on, Punk hits a GTS on Christian Cage on the outside. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, but at this point, Christian Cage is incapacitated. Yeah. Allen and um, Starks are the legal men. There is a nut shot from Luchasaurus on Darby Allen because Darby Allen's up top. Luchasaurus shook the ropes. That man plays yambag shuffle. Yeah. And Ricky Starks goes to pin him, kicks out at 2.9. It's a pinning predicament just for Starks to grab the ropes and pin him again. Rolls out of the ring like a piece of crap. And that was the main event. What did you think about the ending, the finish of the, or the rest of the match, Iridian? You know what? At the very beginning of the show, there was a girl that had a sign up in the crowd and that said Ricky Starks or Ricky did what he had to do. And that's exactly what he did tonight, too. Like, uh -huh. I was not shocked by it. I was even giggling. I was like, oh, <laughs> Ricky, can't believe you did that. And Punk got in there really quick. He was like, no, you're not getting away from me this time. But Ricky was already out of there. Um, he was like, you're, you're not going to catch me. I'm too uh -huh. good for you. I'm the gingerbread man. So he was up on that rope, too. Um, he was doing his little, you know, dance. And then he, you know, Ricky did the, like, go to sleep while holding. Which, which he deserved it. Because CM Punk hit him with the. I would do exactly. it too. Exactly. And you would do it too for a check. We are all there. Mm. You <laughs> can be mad about it, but look at Jeff Jarrett. Come on now. Yes, exactly. And uh, I think it was just a, a really good match. And I'm so glad that we got to see um, Ricky come out with that championship belt. I think it mm -hmm. looks really, really cool. And I'm just like, all right, now, you know, this is what, you know, we deserve and this is what he deserves. So hopefully he gets to carry it around all year because that was one of our biggest complaints about the tournament last year uh -huh. was that we didn't get to see the champions 
hold it. It's fine that they're not defending it, but you know, they want it. So you might as well show it off. I mean, I agree. And I agree with you wholeheartedly on last year, you won it. And then it, Daniel snapped away. Mm-hmm. Brent Lockman says, Luchasaurus used wall. It was super effective. That's, that's true. That's what? true. Yeah. <laughs> you should make a gif of that and put the, the non-super effective attack, like, <laughs> sound on it. <laughs> Or the Pac-Man. Ew, 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 ew. <laughs> we have another super chat from Adam, not 22. Leave that man alone. Just left the show in Newark. There was part of the main event where the crowd started chanting section five and the rest of the crowd started chanting for them to shut up. Not sure if that came across on camera. Huh? Maybe. There was a lot of chaos, a lot of noise tonight from the from the crowd. I am not sure what parts of it were chants and other parts it sounded like noise. I will say at, at one point I felt like AEW said, I'm muting this mic because y'all are saying something that's nefarious, but the crowd sounded really muffled at one yeah. point. So it, it, yeah, you know what? New Jersey was very, very loud. Mm-hmm. And I, I, yeah, the, during this main event, I guess, particularly because, CM Punk was out there and they were chanting for him. They were chanting mm-hmm. against him. There was so many things being said. Um, so I, I didn't hear any of it on TV. So I don't know if you caught any of it, but I didn't hear anything. For specifically um, for section five. Yeah. Apparently on Twitter, Kate said that the arena section five went into business for themselves. Oh. Oh man. I can only speculate that they started chanting stupid stuff. Hopefully, I didn't see nothing get thrown in the ring. Yeah. So and now yeah, I'm gonna need to see Twitter footage. I need someone who was there in section five live. <laughs> Jesus. Like just go to a wrestling show and be nice, but just, also it's just Jersey. boo, <laughs> yell, and you know, there's so many things that you can say still being in, you know, restricted things. Yeah, we all yeah. like wrestling, yeah, but as some wrestler just said, all right, you jabroni marks, good night. I'm logging off of this Twitter. Don't work yourself into a shoot, brothers. Don't don't work yourself into a shoot by throwing stuff or getting canceled by the other people in the crowd. Mm. Iridian, where can the people? I'm sorry, let me, before I do that. And we're done. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. Iridian, where can they find you on the internet? You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, Iridian Fierro. Also, head over to my YouTube channel at Rest Friends. That's W-R-E-S-T, Friends. We are your wrestling friends, and we have all of that good gossip, the cheese mail, all behind-the-scenes stuff that everybody wants to know. Um, you're there for me and, and my cousin Teddy, so we're super excited about that. And, yeah, every Saturday, you will find me here with the beautiful, amazing, super talented Cresta and Rick, who's not here today. Sometimes Sean Ross Sapp who is also an icon. Yeah. Cresta, where can they find you? I had to burp and I wasn't sure how loud that was going to be. So I was like, ladies and gentlemen, you can find me every Thursdays and Saturdays here on Fightful. Thursdays, myself and Joe Pearl go over all the things that happen on Impact. And if there's a pay-per-view, myself, Joe Pearl, and sometimes Steven Jensen will cover all of that for you. On Saturdays, I am here with the lovely, beautiful Iridian, the lovely, beautiful well, we call men handsome, handsome Riccicino, and sometimes Sean Ross Sapp, who's a wizard like Chris Jericho, but not really like Chris Jericho. He's cool, er, in my opinion, because I met him. I'm not Sean Ross. I've never met Chris Jericho. Uh, Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays, you can find me over on Twitch or TikTok at Cresta Star. Um, we watch wrestling together. 
I don't show the video because I'm not trying to get banned, but you can come and watch friends, watch friends, watch me, watch wrestling <laughs> with you on the internet. Ladies and gentlemen and friends beyond the binary, thank you for that one, Joe Pro. Thank you so much for being here. And to our Collider subscribers, we will see you next week here Saturday. Have a wonderful evening, y'all. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. And broadcast. Bye-bye. Okay. And this, and this girl. Mm. Okay, okay, what do you mean not yet? Come on, man. <laughs> this is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.